Dear friends, are you studying the Bible? Well, it's time to turn the text and seek God's will for our lives, as our study of 1 Corinthians 3 is just ahead from the International Gospel Hour. Stay tuned. Hi, this is Jay Webb for International Gospel Hour. We're so glad you've decided to listen to our program today. In a world of challenges, we need God's Word to help us face those challenges. Thank you for joining us in this period of Bible study with our speaker, Jeff Archie, of International Gospel Hour, a broadcast of the Churches of Christ. Let's listen now. Here's Jeff. Thank you to our Jay Webb, and greetings to all of you. We appreciate you being with us for this very special broadcast of International Gospel Hour, as this is part of the Are You Studying series, where we take a book, chapter, and verse of the Bible, or a book and chapter, and we go verse by verse in our studies. We are beginning with 1 Corinthians 3 with this broadcast, and other studies from 1 Corinthians 1 and 2 are located at our website, internationalgospelhour.com. Scroll down to the 15-minute podcast picture, click on it, and you can find all of those broadcasts along with our other daily broadcasts. We'd like to begin today with 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 1 through 4, but before we do that... We love to encourage good study of the Bible and offer a number of free publications along the way for you to consider. And we have a very special free publication we'd like to send your way. Here is our J-Web with the details, then we'll come back for our study from 1 Corinthians chapter 3. We at International Gospel Hour are honored to offer the Gospel Gleaner, a free publication. For over 30 years, the Gospel Gleaner has presented sound biblical studies published quarterly four times a year. Again, subscriptions are always free. Just go to gospelgleaner.com and sign up for either the mail or email version. Be sure to post in the comments blank you heard it from the International Gospel Hour. Now, let's continue our studies. And now, friends, from 1 Corinthians chapter 3, beginning with verse 1, Paul writes, And I, brethren, could not speak to you as to spiritual people, but as to carnal, as to babes in Christ. I fed you with milk, and not with solid food, for until now you were not able to receive it, and even now you are still not able. For you are still carnal. For where there are envy, strife, and divisions among you, are you not carnal and behaving like mere men? For when one says, I am of Paul, and another, I am of Apollos, are you not carnal? Now, when we build off of chapter 3, or to build off of chapter 3, let's back up to chapter 2 and verse 16, when Paul is concluding a thought and asks the question, Who has known the mind of the Lord that he may instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. Now, that is where they were supposed to be building from, the mind of Christ. But Paul is dealing with all of their division and how they had regressed backwards in their behavior. The church at Corinth was established on the second missionary journey. We note that from Acts 18, verses 1 through 11. It was believed to be established about 52 A.D. This letter is believed to be written at 57 A.D. So in a five-year period, they had gone backward in their growth, and they had allowed the worldly wisdom of which Paul has already dealt with in chapter 2 to influence them, rather than the godly wisdom, the truth that is brought forth. 
Dear friends, this is simply unacceptable. We want to talk today about unacceptable behavior. And what is unacceptable is when we go backward in not pressing forward in our study of the Word of God. Let's notice a couple of words from verses two, uh, verses 1 and 2 that bring forth this problem. First of all, he uses the word babes. Now, there's nothing wrong with becoming or being a babe, but we understand babies grow, babies mature. They move from a milk into a more softer food, and then they can eat harder food and things of that nature. We understand how a newborn grows and develops. Spiritually speaking, they were very young in the faith. Now, at this point in time, they should be moving onward. But Peter talks about one being a newborn babe desiring the sincere milk of the word that they may grow thereby, 1 Peter 2, 1 and 2. The Hebrew writer mentions of those that were going back to milk, but that the time should come that they should be teachers, they should be desiring meat. So one is born again into the family of God, born of water and of the Spirit, John 3, 3 and 5. One becomes as a little child, Matthew 18 and Matthew 19. We understand that. We start young, but we are to grow. We enter as a newborn child of God, a new life, a beginning in a spiritual sense, and we then begin our growth. We begin maturing. Unfortunately, some do not. Some should be teaching, yet they're not teaching. That's Hebrews 5, 11 through 14. James said to be a doer of the word and not a hearer only, deceiving ourselves, James 1, 22. We understand there comes a time where we need to grow and move onward, and such is done by a study of the word of God, 2 Timothy 2, 15 and 2 Peter 3.18. We understand the life of a babe that must grow. Now Paul tells them, you are carnal, you are of the flesh, you are worldly. They were thinking of themselves just like a physical baby does. You know, a physical baby does not have the knowledge to consider adults and their feelings. I've never had a child tell me, a baby especially, you know, I should sleep at night to make it easier on mama and daddy. And when one is not at the spiritual level that one should be, they are carnal. They are going backward. They're not only walking as men, but they're thinking as men, fleshly, not spiritually. And that's just simply unacceptable behavior. Now, let's look at this word carnal in verse 1 and go to carnal in verse 3. Watch this. Actually, the same English word is there, but it's translated from two different Greek words with the same root. For example, verse 1 condemns the Corinthians for being unscriptural by neglecting their spiritual growth and choosing the world's wisdom to follow. That was Paul's argument back in chapter 2. Now, verse 3 condemns the Corinthians for even allowing the flesh to now control the spirit It has grown and brought forth, rather, an unacceptable behavior. So again, building from chapter 2, Paul wanted to speak the wisdom of God among them, the supposed spiritual people, and that's 1 Corinthians 2 in verse 6. But he wasn't able because of their divisions and their immoral behavior. He's having to go back and address matters that he should not. Now, dear friends, there is nothing wrong with living in the flesh, for that's how we live every day. 
But we understand that the life which we now live in the flesh as Christians, we live, as Paul said in Galatians 2.20, by the faith of the Son of God, who loved us and gave himself for us. It is not wrong for us to live in the flesh, but we are not to live according to the flesh. That's Romans 8 and verse 12. So in summary here, the carnal in verse 1 is worldly or men of the flesh, and the carnal in verse 3 is expressed in their living and their behavior, which has progressively gotten worse. Paul uses the words envies, stripes, and divisions among them, when the fruit of the Spirit should be evident in their lives. Galatians 5, 22 and 23, same for us. Now, my good brother and friend Ed Malott illustrates this from the text. The word envying there means an envious and contentious rivalry, according to Thayer, page 271. So it seems that the Corinthian factions described in the first chapter of the book involved seeking prominence and dominance. The different sects saw themselves in competition with one another, each wanting to be what we would say the top dog. Now, friends, I would add this is zeal that has gone awry. It's not based on knowledge, Romans 10, 1 and 2. The word strife is found in the writings of Paul, only in Paul's writings, meaning it's always used of disputes that endanger the church. And that definition comes from the Exegetical Dictionary of the New Testament, Volume 2, page 52. I would also add here, friends, that the word strife is envy that has gone to seed, if you will, and therefore the strife has arisen. You see by being carnal or how this is growing even more further away from God. Therefore their divisions. We have seen their divisive nature in chapter 1. Keith Mosier observed in his writings and study that this is the result of the envy and the strife among the church there. So, friends, as you see, they are at a level that they should not be. In verse 4, to conclude this thought, Paul speaks very highly of Apollos and commends him in chapter 16. There's no problem between Paul and Apollos. And it is here that neither Paul nor Apollos approves of their behavior, and we'll continue to see that in further studies. So for today, Paul is slowly chipping away at unacceptable behavior. Their division has separated them from God and driven a wedge among themselves. So today we learn to continue in our growth of the Word of God, less of man's thinking, more of God's teaching, and may we always do the same to question what is before us, what we believe and why we believe it, and place that within God's Word in order to know His will and to grow in acceptable behavior. Friends, we always encourage further study in between our broadcast. We love to offer our free Bible study course that's available through the mail. And here is our J-Web with the details. Friends, the International Gospel Hour offers for free a Bible study course available by mail. That's right. At your own pace, you can study the Bible in your own home. It's free. Give it a try. Please call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988 and leave your name, address, and just say, Home Study. That's it. You may also go to our website at internationalgospelhour.com, click on the Contact tab, and leave us the same information, name, address, and type Home Study in the message box. We'll send it right away. 
Thank you for your interest in the things that be of God. And friends, what a joy for you and I to study the Word of God together to help us grow into behavior that is acceptable. And we're going to continue our studies together from 1 Corinthians 3 at another time. We do this weekly, so be sure to tune in when that broadcast is available. Thank you for joining me today for our studies here from the International Gospel Hour. I hope you'll join me at another time as we continue our studies together. I'm Jeff Archie and friends, keep listening. Thank you for listening today. May this study prompt your search of God's Word for His will in your life. To assist you in your study or to listen to other programs, please visit our website at internationalgospelhour.com to God be the glory.